It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's uh, Wade and Ryan. It's uh, NFL in London. It's week nine. Week nine, man. Oh my god, already. Oh my god, Christmas time soon. That's all we know. I mean, Sainsbury's. It was out in August. So I mean, oh god, I know. It's already in that in Covent Garden. They've already uh, got it all in full effect. It's crazy. Madness. Santa's coming. Um, and he came. He's coming to Germany too. Maybe Taylor Swift. I don't know. There's rumors, but I think she's on tour. I don't know, but there's rumors. Uh, we got the Germany game. We got the uh, week nine picks, and uh, that's all we're going to talk about Taylor. Um, <laughs> She'll be up there dressed in a pure Lederhosen. Oh, just, yes. Just smashing some steins. Just, uh, I mean, it is Frankfurt, which is very different than Munich, but yeah, the Hugo Boss, Frankfurt. Maybe she takes uh, the Hugo okay. Boss. Yeah, Nazi. Anyway, um, <laughs> Thursday night football. Uh, Tennessee, uh, Pittsburgh, only Kenny Pickett uh, seems to only come together in the fourth quarter. Um, he sucks the rest of the game, but they got a win. Um, uh, Tennessee looked kind yeah. of limp. It's uh, still an ugly game. Just an ugly, stupid game. It's gonna. It feels like Pittsburgh's going to be like the same Pittsburgh team they were a couple of years ago when Big Ben was chucking milk jugs and couldn't yeah. throw it further than five yards. Well, Pickens wants somehow, to, he's on social media, wants to get traded. He wants to leave. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that where he could have easily got two feet in on that one catch. Oh. The fact that he didn't was just yeah, like uh, I could have no, I couldn't have, but a <laughs> yeah. much better person could have definitely gotten two feet in. It was I think um, he and then for him. Uh, I'd like to see to just he's just like one of the and then for him to just go on social media and then start taking a unfollowing people. It's like grow up, yeah. dude. You're gonna be off this team very quickly because Mike, there is no way Mike Tomlin of all people are okay. gonna deal with this again, right? There's he doesn't like, deal no, with kids on their God. phones. <laughs> he's a real dad. No, but he's already dealt with the ultimate diva in Antonio Brown. And, but at yeah. least well, Antonio Brown, at least Antonio Brown put up ridiculous numbers that yeah. Mike Tomlin had to put up with him. Pickens is literally, I think if yeah, I can see him trading him probably no. in the offseason because who wants this? It's not even like you can see there there was like a picture of the reaction of him when Deontay Johnson got his first touchdown in like mm-hmm. almost two years. Yeah. And he's just sulking, sitting there. Yeah. It's just a bad team. That just shows me like that's a bad teammate. Well, who and wants that, that on that, their team too? I mean, yeah, you exactly. know, that's, no, that's a toxic gonna... guy. You know, no one wants that, especially if he can't deliver. Right. So, but they were able to get the win. You know, it's. Again, Will Levis, I thought, still looked like the yeah. better quarterback. Like he definitely, like if I was going to pick a team, I'd be like, yeah, give me Will Levis over Kenny Pickett. You know, I think Traylon Burks got hurt, which mm-hmm. um, that does hurt. But, you know, Hopkins still looks good. Henry was looking good. But, again, it was just, they just, they're just not a great team. You know, you, yeah. Will Levis' experiment was fun. But, again, you're going against the Steelers' defense. They're going to be able to pull off these kind of ugly wins. It's what they do. They're probably going to get, sneak into the playoffs but again if this is the offensive put if they got some tougher games late in the season i just don't think this is just not a recipe to for consistent wins what pittsburgh's doing right now well they don't and feel like a five they, and three team like it's just one of those you're like come on i mean like there's like uh, a stat that says they're like the first five and three team in nfl history to like be outgained in every single game yeah. like at a negative point like a point differential like all these stats are just like this no one should be good with this and they're somehow five and three somehow the magic of mike tomlin magic it mike is. tomlin that's it what they is. should call him Looking their way in. Well, we're off to Germany then. Let's talk about the big game because uh, Miami has been there for a while. Uh, Coach McDaniel's trying to make everyone laugh and it hasn't been working. Miami's 6-2. and two. They're visiting Kansas City, technically the home game. 
Um, and Kansas City six and two. Kansas City favored by two and a half points. The over under in this one's 50 and a half, which is kind of ridiculous given that the average scores in the London games have been 40 and Germany was 39 last year. So um, what do you think about this one, Ryan? Um, well, Miami and Kansas City showing up late to this one, which we know how that affects sometimes teams. That's what worries me. That's the thing. I, I was very confident in, in Kansas City. I thought <clears throat> what they can do is the fact that they're, they have a defense that can put pressure. They got some people like Chris Jones. They can get to Tua. Is Tua going to be going to? They could have their full offensive line back. We don't really know. I think they Miami was really smart going early. I think I don't know why any team shows up Friday. It's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Um, so I think that will definitely have an effect. But I think Mahomes is coming off like that flu game. So for him to have back to back bad games, I just don't see it. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. And the whole thing with the Dolphins is that they haven't beaten a team with a winning record since they beat the Bills in week three last yeah. year. Like That's over a year and almost two months since they've beaten a team with a winning record. So for them, it's they have to do this because I'm, I, as, as hilarious as Mike McDaniels is and his little quirks yeah. and his little is how funny he is and how loving it, win the win a game, beat a big team because they can't seem to do it. And it's all great when you're putting up 70 against the Broncos, but you got to win this game. And I think it's one of the hardest games to get because when you want to prove that you can beat a winning team, the one you don't want to play is Kansas City off of a loss, and yeah, especially off of a defense, loss against yeah. Denver. So that's why I'm going to go with Kansas City. I think just if I want to say if Kansas City would have won last week, beat Denver, mm-hmm. I would have picked Miami, I think. I would have probably said, but I think Andy Reid is going to have this team prepared. I think they were embarrassed last week of how they played against Denver. And Miami's one of those teams that they have a couple pieces back, but you can score on them. They can they give up a yeah. lot of yards. They give up a lot of plays, especially since their offense is so quick at getting off the field. Like, they're up and down the field. They score. Mm-hmm. Their defense gets tired. So, And I think Mahomes can take advantage of that. I think a big game, you're going to see a big game, Kelsey, internationally. He's going he's gonna to want to get that brand out there even further the Kelsey's. So I see a good game for him. I'm going to go. Uh, I think it's going to be fun game. 27, 23 for the chiefs. Ooh. Um, I'm not so bullish on the chiefs. Yeah. Uh, I just think that showing up late. Uh, yeah. That's the and, only thing. That's crazy. And you know what? It's also, you know, forget it's a new stadium. No, no one's played in this stadium before. So I think that's going to affect the over under, which is 50 and a half. Uh, I I don't see people going all out in this one. Um, I don't see. I think there's going to be sort of a lot of miscues, a lot of punts. But I have Miami winning this one only because of the fact they've been there. Um, and I think that's going to be an advantage for Kansas City showing up. There's been crazy wins in Europe as well. It's just been affecting everything. Um, I I just don't see Kansas City fully sorted in this one. I know they've been been overseas before, but uh, I I don't have them. I've got Miami winning this one, twenty five to twenty. And tactical, but we're back. Uh, Minnesota, four and four. Atlanta, four and four. Uh, Atlanta favored by four again. Uh, Atlanta getting the favors. 37 points over under in this one. Ritter's benched, um, and he's not happy about that. Minnesota, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. The quarterback situation, not ready for Dobbs yet. So, um, but Minnesota still has, uh, you know, a pretty good wide receiver selection. Good running game. They're in Atlanta. Ryan, what do you think about this one? Uh, I think we're in for one of the w- ugliest weeks of football with some of these rookie quarterbacks that are coming mm-hmm. in playing. Like, there's guys I've never even heard of. I think every team's emergency quarterback seems to be playing. 
what happened to the old days of, of the good solid old veteran QB that that comes in when you're like, that's what every team used to have back now Boomer. you have these guys who, you have these guys coming out of high school it looks like who've never even taken a snap it, yeah like, you got Arizona's got a new guy coming in you got I think what's this guy in Minnesota it's like Hall or something yeah something like that I, I so like he came yeah. in yes last game it was a bit of a mess um again I think you got Heineke. I'm interested to see how the offense is going to be different. Like, is he just? It's about the turnovers. Can he just get him up and down the field, into field goal, get points without turning it over, especially in the red zone? If I, and I think Heineke can do that. He's he knows how to basically win. He's gone to the playoffs. He almost beat Brady in the playoffs. Yeah. So he can at least, I think, move the ball up and down the field. I just think there's no way Minnesota's going to be able to move it. I'm sorry. Like even if Jefferson's back. The, the the rapport isn't going to be there. The fact that they, I think they kind of know this game's kind of over, and the only way that's really going to keep them is their defense, which has been playing better under Brian Flores. So at least they could kind of probably get. To, but Heineke's a bit smarter. He's not going to turn it over as much. He'll take the punt or just throw it away. So I'm going to go Atlanta to win. I just can't see Minnesota scoring a lot of points. Maybe again with these rookie quarterbacks, who knows, right? You got Will Levis who had that mm-hmm. game, but at least Will Levis was highly touted second round pick, so early second. So, um, what's that score? I don't know what that is. I don't think it's going to be a very high score. Game. Yeah, you think Atlanta? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Atlanta twenty to sixteen. I'm going to go just four. Yeah, but, just a push then. Or twenty one. I'll go twenty one. I 21. think they'll cover. I think okay. 16. I I don't know. I I, I sort of root for for rookie quarterbacks in this one i think minnesota i like them in this one i mean uh you know everyone's uh cheered for kurt uh so i think the team's sort of motivated by that there's a little locker room sort of like hey um we can do this and i think atlanta i don't know they're coaching and ooh, ah, i just think everything's sort of falling apart for atlanta and uh, the desmond ritter situation it seems a little bit toxic um so i i like minnesota to win this one in a, in a very squeaky low scoring punty game of 18 now, to it, 15. It just feels like our, this is just a move. Arsa Smith's like, if I keep going with Ritter, I'm going to get fired. If I can go with Heineke yeah. somehow win the division, I can probably keep my job. And I think that's the only thing behind this. I think the division's so wide open that it's a smart move by him to try and save his job. If you're, but if you're the worst predicating your win Heineke. of the division of Heineke though, I mean, come on. Yeah. But they should listen. They're gonna. They they should have learned the mistake of a couple of years ago when they went with Dan Quinn one year too many, too yeah. long, and and it, it backfired on him massively. And if they, I think if if Arthur Smith makes them play and they get whooped and they keep them, it's going to be another exact same scenario happening next year. So I don't know yeah. if you're Atlanta, you just like I I'm not a big Arthur Smith fan. So um, but maybe some people. Low scoring and ugly, but I've got Minnesota yeah. to win. We move on to a good game. This one should be good. Seattle is five and two. Baltimore is six and two. Baltimore's at home. They're favored by six. Uh, 43 points over under. Baltimore's defense is ranked two pretty much in the league right now. Uh, they're playing with fire. Seattle's defense is keeping them alive. Geno doesn't look the same as he was, but they got Kenneth Walker running the ball for him. Uh, Baltimore at home, Ryan, six point favorites, 43 points <clears throat> over under. I I think it'll be a close game. I don't think it's going to be. I think this is a lot. I think Seattle could score. Seattle's got a pretty good defense now with their, especially their secondary with Jamal Adams coming back. Um, yeah, it's just Ken Gino kind of take it to that next level. He's definitely feels like a drop off from what he was last year, where he was putting up kind of big numbers, and he's got an extra weapon in Jackson Smith and Jigba 
So you want to see him get? I want to see him getting more involved again. Kenneth Walker is a beast. You're going to be able to to kind of keep it close. And and even though Baltimore, yeah, they beat up on some bad teams, but even last week, you know, Arizona kind of just hung around them a bit. They didn't. They didn't. There was a lot of Gus Edwards. So um, I I think Baltimore wins. I think because they got the stronger defense. I think they can make Geno make mistakes, and I think Lamar's playing at a higher level. So. I'm always going to veer to the better quarterback, even though I do think Geno can score on this team. So I, I think it'll be a pretty good, exciting game. I'm going go to go uh, 28 to 26 for Baltimore. Ooh, very close. Yeah, I've got Baltimore also getting 28, but I don't have Seattle getting that much. I it, to your point, it's the Seattle, or the Baltimore defense. I think it's playing different level. It's like it's almost like Cincinnati. Like they've sort of switched gears now, and it seems like they're they've got sort of a focus. Um, and putting up some good points and and starting to get things together. I think Lamar's been shouty in the locker room, and now everyone's listening. So I have Baltimore winning this and covering the spread, 28-20. to 20. Uh, Seattle getting overwhelmed. Their defense is good, but uh, it w- will not be enough because I don't think they'll, they're able to, to capture a running quarterback uh, like Lamar. I could see him scrambling all over the place. Ugly game of fugliness. Arizona, 1-7. Cleveland, Deshaun is back. He has to be back. They're forcing him back. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to play. Football. I don't want to play. You're playing. Play. You're playing. You're going I like seeing sidelines. Um, four and four, Cleveland. They're eight point favorites in this one. 37 and a half point over under. That's kind of crazy. Eight point favorites and a 37 over under. Wow. Cleveland and you're going, again. You're, you're going against the rookie quarterback who's got his first start, who's basically couldn't even beat a guy. Josh Dobbs was on the team a week and got the job. So, yeah. again, this feels like a disaster. Going up against that defense, you know, Miles mm-hmm. Garrett's going to have an absolute field day. I think if you're like, play the Cleveland defense in daily fantasy, because um, I think, yeah, again, with Deshaun coming back, I think this is, he's going to want to make a game where he can kind of say, my I'm back, my shoulders, put up some points, because there's been a lot of talk about him, whether like, you know, Cleveland's has buyer's remorse because mm-hmm. what are you really getting? You're getting bad quarterback play and now mysterious injuries. So again, if he comes back in and looks awful and gets pulled again early because he hurts the shot, again, who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun? But I think I'm confident in that defense is going to stop whoever is the Arizona quarterback. I don't even need to know his name because Kyler, I think, will be back next week. So I think this is a white flag mm-hmm. Arizona game, even though it's eight. I think, I think. With Deshaun back, they take care of business. They put up some points. I'm gonna go 31 to 14. Ooh, big points. A beat down. Yeah, beat down. I I don't know. I don't know the mechanics forcing the kid back, all the sort of griping. I could see a good running game, and I could see Arizona free falling as they're waiting for <laughs> Kyler. But uh man, it's just this game just smells like stink. I, I I just see not a lot of points being scored. Like Cleveland, when they can't get it together, they can't get it together. And I don't think they're going to get this one. Uh, I've got Cleveland winning 17 to 13, 30 points. Uh, it just, just, it's going to be Cleveland weather probably going to suck. So I just don't see much good there. Let's go to Green Bay. Uh, not a lot of good going on there. They're two and five. Same record as the Bears, by the way. Uh, the Rams are three and five, and they've sort of start, fallen from grace of late, losing a few. Green Bay's favored by three points in this one, over under 39. Again, weather, low scoring. But also, Jordan Love can't score. Um, what do you think about Green Bay there? Well, they, it's not going well for them. Well, I think if, if Matt Stafford was if Matt Stafford was playing, um, 
then I feel much I feel yeah. much comfortable picking the Rams. Brett Rippin with this team, I again Brett Rippin's at least played a little bit, not much, but he's he's had some some games. And again, at least you have when you have Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, they at least you have two very capable hands. Um I'm just gonna go with Chicago. I think the Bears Chicago. Could, I think this could be Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Green Bay. Sorry, when you said Chicago. Um, I'm going to go with, I think they're going to finally have to start using Aaron Jones. they got to start. Because yeah. I think everything's, when they were playing their best, he was a huge part of the offense. And he was injured for a couple of weeks, and they kind of fell apart. And even the last couple of games, he hasn't been fully healthy. I think he's back fully healthy. So if, if he's going to make Aaron, Aaron Jordan Love's life a million times easier if he can get you know third and threes and third and fours instead of constant third and nines that they've been having to do and not being able to they also need some help on the receivers and i don't know what to really do other than you know Dobbs is going to every now and then do a catch and watson who's gonna we don't know what if he's gonna get injured he's gonna be it's just the inconsistency the receivers are not helping jordan love so and neither is coaches they got to find a way to get this guy in a rhythm and i think the only way is aaron jones so i think green bay can be, i think again i think this is they have to win this if you lose to brett ripon hey, it's over for jordan love it's kind of fighting mm-hmm. for his career and any chance oh, yeah. of starting next year so this is a chance for a big game so i i think he's gonna they're gonna have a little bounce back uh i'm gonna go 24 to 20 for Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because, you know, Jordan Love did have time in the bench. I mean, he marinated like kimchi, you know, he was just sitting there fermenting <laughs> and and you would think uh, he'd come out like a good pickle, but man, he, he really has to scramble in the fourth quarter to cover up for his, all his other three quarters of mistakes. I don't, uh, I, I can't see Green Bay winning this one. I think the Rams still, even with, I think Rippon still has a better squad. Uh, the running game, uh, and, you know, the Rams have been playing feisty. They've been playing tough against people. And, and Green Bay hasn't really faced a, a team like this. So uh, I think they're going to lose. And I've got the Rams to win this one. 21 to 17. Four points. Off to Houston, uh, where uh, the Bucks and Baker has admitted he's been sucking sometimes, but he wants to get better. They're three and four, though. Houston, also three and four, but they're two and a half point favorites. 40 points is the over under CJ Stroud is back. Um, Houston's got a good team. They get some of their defense back. Bucks, you know, have been free falling, but they they need to win as well. How do you like this one going? Oh, I feel like it's, it's Houston two and a half point favorites. Yeah, it mm-hmm. feels wrong. I don't know. It just feels like talent wise, there's no question. Tampa Bay is better with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, even Baker Mayfield more experienced. You know, Stingy Strong's been playing really good. He had his first bad game, but that that. Bucks D can also make your life a, a little bit difficult for him. So I actually, I think the Bucks should be like not maybe favorite, but I think it should be more like one or a pick them. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't see Houston being that much better than than Tampa Bay. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay to win this. I think Ooh. Baker had a good game against the Bills a couple weeks ago. Looked like he's getting healthier. He still was a bit banged up. He's got his weapons back. So and I think you saw Houston really start to struggle. You're now going to have, we're now halfway through the season. You got a lot more tape on CJ Stroud, a lot more of what this offense could do. It is a very rookie dependent offense. And that is not really sustainable for 17 weeks. It's, this isn't the, 
can't do the Fab Five of rookies in the NFL and expect to keep winning. So I, I think the Bucs could definitely make it harder for CJ Stroud. So I, I yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucs. I think Baker has a pretty decent game. Um, so I'm going to go 27 uh, to 21 for the Bucs. 27 21. Man, I don't know. I think Houston's getting a lot of people back. And I think back at home, they got a little mojo at home. CJ Stroud. Um, Tampa Bay, I think, is, you know, finally, this could be the game that Houston finally gets its running game going because uh, Tampa Bay does struggle against some of the runs. So, and also, I see him spreading the ball around. I like Houston to beat up on the Bucs in this one, a little beat up at home, uh, shove it down their throats. Houston, 27, the Bucs, 18. Baker will have to make more excuses in his post-game little video. This game, uh, next game's kind of stinky ugly, but Washington is three and five and New England is two and six. That's right. The Patriots are two and six, but they're three and a half point favorites in a 40.5 over under game. Uh, Two and six, Bill Belichick, angry. Washington has been trading away some of their players, um, you know, uh, liquidating assets. I don't know what that does to a locker room, but um, how do you feel about New England at home in this one, Ryan? Well, I think Mac Jones is probably pretty happy. Mac Jones is probably pretty happy. He doesn't have to face um, Chase Young and Montez Sweat. So, um, it's a tough one. I think I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think the fact that that did kind of raise the signal. It kind of does feel like... This is a team that's already looking into next year. You know, like I don't think Ron Rivera is going to stay as a coach. I think they got a new owner. New owners always want their own people, their own coaches, their own stamp. So I think there's just a couple of people who are going to be fighting for their jobs and the rest. Uh, again, they're not Sam Howell's even seeing like kind of. And I think Belichick makes kind of people quarterbacks. He hasn't really, I know Howell's not really a rookie, but he's kind of a rookie. So it's, it's like his first year. And Belichick always kind of licks his chops when he plays a young young quarterback so i think he's going to be able to get to him they're going to be able to create some sacks um again mac is gonna you can you can get yards on this on this washington defense so they should be able to have a bit more time to be able to pack but they just it's just a lack of weapons i think it's gonna be a low scoring game um but i'm gonna go patriots 2017 win in an ugly little crapola game but uh but belichick will love it this is a bill belichick master game yeah he'll he'll smile uh, I, yeah. I agree with ugly and, and crapola, and I might even add craptastic to it because I don't see this one being a barn burner. Actually, burning barn might actually be more entertaining. Um, yeah. New England, I don't know. This uh, Washington, yeah, there could be something to be said for getting rid of someone, and maybe there's a little refresh, you know, getting a skin peel or whatever the, the girls call it, but, you know, a little rejuvenation. Um, but I still see it ugly. But Sam Howell still puts up a lot of yards, you know, it's, it's uh, in some of the games. So, I still see it ugly, but Washington wins it 21 to 20. Uh, Washington with an upset by one point. Um, but not, so, yeah, even red zone. Uh, not a lot of cut twos because I don't think it'll be that exciting. A lot of punts. There may not be so many punts uh, when we go to New Orleans as the Bears are two and six. Uh, made some changes to our D and we're visiting in New Orleans. Uh, Derek Carr is four and four, eight and a half point favorites. What the what? 41 points is the over-under in this one. Um, New Orleans, you know, Derek Carr has been trying to jam the ball down the field. Michael Thomas, Olave have been getting some yards. Uh, even Kamara has stepped up. Defense, but eight and a half points. What do you think about this yeah. one against my Bears? Derek, Derek Carr should not be the eight and a half point favorite against mm-hmm. anybody, the way that offense is left. Uh, yeah, they did score. They did score over 30 
last game. Um, but Indianapolis has been giving up tons of points to lots of teams. Um, the Bears, I'd like to see if Montez Sweat gets in there. The Bears' defense has been playing a bit better. I'd like to see them use Foreman. They kind of got away from it uh, mm-hmm. last time with with against because uh, he had such a good game two weeks ago and then kind of disappeared. And I think that just when you have a guy like Tyson Bajon. Um, you need that 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 running back to just make your life just kind of yeah. give you a little bit more easy plays, kind of open plays that can go to Cole Komet, stuff like that. I think the New Orleans Saints, I think, are going to win. I think they are the better team. I think they've got Kamara, who's just been playing great since he's been back. You know, he's just catching everything that they throw at him because Carr refuses to throw down the field. Alave. Just it goes invisible. I just don't think there's that connection with him. So again, I just eight and a half just seems insulting to. So uh, I don't see it. I see it some, being something like twenty four seventeen um, at closest, but I wouldn't go eight and a half. I might actually bet this one, but it's hard to bet on Tyson Badgett. Yeah, <laughs> he saw Bajon. But eight and a half just feels too much just for me. Yeah, I mean, it feels a lot for me too to to spot the. The Saints, especially, you know, after the Packers came back on them as well. Um, it, it seems like uh, it's it's one of those things that, um, you know, it's they're not they, they're not solidly in control, like loose bowels, I would call them um, not fully in control of all their capabilities. So I I still like the Bears. I think, you know, getting sweat in and Tison Bajon learning from last game, you know, he embarrassed his dad last game and he lost uh, <laughs> so i'm sure he didn't he's but just got a beating. i still i don't i don't like eight and a half points i just can't i can't de- i can't give them that much spread so i'm gonna call it new orleans 24 chicago 18 not too many late games folks there's not too many late games at all we'll get in the first one which is the colts uh at the carolina panthers uh, colts are three and five the panthers are one and six this has got stink written all over it but the colts are favored by two and a half points over under is 44 how do you like this stink fest well i don't i don't yeah. like it i don't find it that interesting i do you know i love you i'm actually having being forced to play Gardner Minshew in a game Ooh. this year uh in fantasy so i decided to put him in this week uh so i will be i will be paying a little bit of attention to it I think, again, I think the fact that Jonathan Taylor is looking better each of the every week and that one-two punch with Moss and Taylor has been doing a lot of damage. I think that's what they should focus on. Is mm-hmm. The Carolina defense can't is awful against the run. They don't really – they can't really stop anyone. So just dominate them that way. And I think if they can do that, they can open things up for Minshew to go deep, potentially, you know, Josh Downs maybe to make some plays. Uh, again, I just think Carolina, they got their win – but I still think they could actually win this. But um, I just think there's still, again, a lack of weapons, lack of offensive identity. The fact that, you know, Chuba Hubbard is your, your starting running back and, and your starting receivers, Adam Thielen. It's just like, I can't get there. Yeah. I can't get there. So um, I'm going to go with uh, 24-21. Okay. That's exactly the same score that I had. Hey. Yay. Yeah, Carolina, they got the win. That's their win for the year, and they're just waiting for the draft, really. Indy, as you say, I do like that running uh, back tandem. It's nice to see Taylor back. He's getting paid. Um, and Carolina, although they you know, they had some defensive guys out, they're getting some guys, they're still a bit of a mess. I think Indianapolis is going to have a bit of fun with them. Um, it's still going to be ugly, you know. Uh, 
but I've got it 24-21 just like you. Another ugliness uh, as the New York Giants are two and six, and they're visiting the Las Vegas Raiders who have cleaned house, uh, gotten rid of a few turds in the building. Uh, They're three and five, and they're favored by two and a half points after cleaning house. Uh, 37 and a half points is the over-under in this one. Raiders at home. Uh, Man, how do you like this one against the Giants? I kind of don't. I don't know because again, I think there's there's a part of me that thinks like Josh McDaniels was so hated by his team that they're just gonna play loose and have fun. Mm-hmm. Like even Hunter Renfro indicated it's like we're gonna get back to having fun, you know, playing yeah. football. Because it clearly showed that Josh McDaniels just sucked all the life out of it. So I think they might actually kind of be a fun game for them. I think Daniel Jones is back, so it's a good good time for him to play the Raiders, to be honest with you, coming off this. I think uh Aiden McDonald, O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell, yeah. I think is yeah, going to be O'Connell. the quarterback for the Raiders. So, again, he had that one start where he got sacked by Khalil Mack about six times, which wasn't great. Um, but I just, I think the Raiders could win this, but I think Daniel Jones has to kind of have his game now where he's kind of got that big contract and he's been awful. He needs to come back. And Dable kind of needs this. He needs mm-hmm. kind of like a get right game. So, I think you, Saquon Barkley, they lost Waller, but they got to, Daniel Jones has got to kind of get this win. It's it's desperate times. I think the Raiders are kind of happy just tanking. Fire your coach, start over. Uh, but I think it's going to be close. I think the Raiders are going to lose this, but I'm going to go 24-23. The Giants Ooh, just pull it off. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I think it's, it's really, you know, Daniel Jones back. He's got to justify the money, you know, like um, – Two and six, uh, you know, when you look at your paycheck, it, do I deserve this? Saquon Barkley, I think, could have a good one as well because um, the Raiders do suck against the run. Um, but, I again, I just both these teams just suckety, and I can't see a lot of points being scored. Just another low-scoring affair in this one. I've got it 20 to 18 uh, for the Giants to win, but ugliness uh, in 9 o'clock. The one game, of course, that everyone uh, will want to be watching the, or the later slate is the Dallas Cowboys. They were five and two. They're at Philadelphia, uh, who are seven and one, who are three point favorites and a forty six point over under NFC grudge match. Ooh, this baby. one, you know, these two, they got each other's number. They like to battle back and forth. Ryan, uh, how do you see this one going? The Ooh, Eagles playing so well. Well, yeah, this is going to be a real fun one. I think. Dallas, this is a really a kind of important game for Dallas because I kind of think what happened with them against San Francisco a couple of weeks ago, kind of like that Miami thing. Whenever they play the big dogs, they seem to just get their ass handed to them. And I think Dallas has that reputation, especially, you know, again, these division games are always tough. I think they could go either way. I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be one of the better games of the of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to go Dallas. I think Dallas is going to be able to get one on them. I think... Philly's had their number a little bit. They're going to be able. I think this is going to be a. The defenses on both sides are going to be able to cause some havoc. Mm-hmm. I think Dak. As long as Dak just doesn't make those stupid mistakes, UCD. Like the way they used CD Lamb last week, where he was just dominant all mm-hmm. over the field, moving him around. Uh, they need to get. I don't know how they're ever going to get Tony Pollard moving in this offense, but this is. There's been a bit yeah. of a disaster for Dallas with their running game. They need to find some way to get Pollard involved or get some sort of running game involved because you can't just be Dak dependent. 
but how are you going to stop AJ Brown? I don't think you can. I just think he, I think this will be a shootout. I think mm-hmm. um, both teams, even though the defenses are good, I think it's going to be 31 27. I'm going to go Dallas wins. Ooh, I'm with you on Dallas winning this one. I think in this grudge match, it's we've seen some weaknesses in Philadelphia's game, and you know, they've made some trades, but have they adjusted yet? It's Philadelphia at home, but Dallas is kind of motivating this one. I also agree that Pollard probably uh, won't get much going because, you know, Philadelphia really clamps down on that run. Um, I like their tight end, though. That Ferguson, I think his name is, Josh, Josh Ferguson. I could see him getting a lot Turd, of points. In Turd, the- Ferguson? Turd Ferguson? Turd Ferguson. Uh, he's he's the best character. I uh, love him <laughs> on Jeopardy. Um, yeah, I'm with you, but I've got Dallas when he's a squeaker, bummy squeaker, squeaky bummy, whatever. 26-25 for Dallas. 2625. Ooh, Ryan. Speaking of squeaky bum time, uh, Buffalo's five and three. We're oh. facing a Cincinnati Bengals team. It's four and three. And they got some mojo cooking. Uh, Bengals favored by three in this one, a 48 point and a half point over under Bengals at home. Uh, Bengals have you know had that bye week. Burrow gets healthy, the whole team's still going healthy. You know, Burrow looked amazing uh last week. And Buffalo is still trying to get some stuff together. Josh Allen had some shoulders injuries. He missed missed practice on Wednesday. He's going to play, but uh, yeah. And then a little Damar Hamlin reminder. Yeah. Um, What do you think about this one? Oh, I don't don't know. This one really worries me. I think you can't watch the way Burrow looked last week and not just be petrified to play him. But it's kind of similar the way Buffalo when they had to play Miami earlier in the year and everyone was 70 points, 70 points. You see how good they look. How could Buffalo? And Buffalo just went in and just scored. The thing about Cincinnati, they're so good at creating turnovers. They're so good at stopping you when you get to the red zone. But they give up yards. Mm -hmm. Like Brock Purdy, they have Almost 500 yards in San Francisco had on him last week. Last week, And because they just give up the yards, but then they clamp down. As soon as you get close, they're able to do that. And I think I think Buffalo's going to basically, Josh Allen has to be Josh Allen, the kind of way he was a bit last week. Let him loose. Let him, let him, let him run. Let him do let his thing. Let the tiger thing. free. Yeah, exactly. Let, unclip his wings. Let him soar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only way you're going to kind of beat a team like this because, you know, I think it's going to be hard with, I think, especially with what happened last year, that beatdown that, that Buffalo took. I think they took that a bit personally. They're going to want to show a little bit a different thing. The way they were last year in that playoff game, they just kind of let my Cincinnati do whatever they want. They were playing them like 10 yards off all the time. So I think you're going to see an aggressive Buffalo, but I just don't know. I don't think it's going to be enough. I think Cincinnati's just, Right now, Joe Burrow's got that mojo. He's got that mm-hmm. kind of mojo killer look rising. to him right now. And it's yeah. just really, it just worries me a lot. So um, I think the fact that Buffalo is still that secondary, if, you know, Russell Douglas isn't up to speed. So you still with those injuries and those receivers, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. In on the road, back to like a traumatic place. Um, I think it's going to be a game. I think Buffalo keeps it close, but I think Cincinnati wins at the end. Um, I'm going to go 30-27, but I think it's oh. going to be a fun shootout. A uh, push, a push. Um, Yeah, painful, I guess, to admit that the Bengals might have you on this one, but I'm with you on this one. They just really are starting to get things together, and I think Mixon will also have a good game. Like uh, To be able to run on you guys as well, just keep jamming it through. Burrow has just been looking angry, you know, and and you know when it comes down to contract talks where Daniel Jones doesn't play up to his potential, Joe Burrow is 
showing he really wants to earn his, you know, his keep. So I, I like Cincinnati here as well. Um, I think they're, they're going to give Josh Allen a huff, a, a hard time. I was going to say hard and tough and I called it huff. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, especially with the shoulder injury. I don't know if he's, you know, how fully uh, capable he's going to be. So if they rough him around, it could be, it could be bad. Um, 28, 23 Cincinnati. We move on to our Monday night game. Uh, by the way, the clocks change in North America, folks. So that loveliness that, that we had of that, yeah, that loveliness we had of our Halloween treat of an it hour. Great. It's good. It's so good. It, it was so good for that four hour difference and just just getting on Facebook and seeing things just so much earlier. I'm kidding. LA Chargers <laughs> are uh, three and four. The New York Jets are uh, four and three. And gosh darn it, for a team unlike Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, this is a this is a plucky team who grinds out wins. Yeah. Uh, the defense and it just it's sort of ugly, but they, they can get stuff done. It's not sort and, of ugly. It is like but ugly. It's every type of ugly. It's the yeah, ugliest type it's of like football. It's like 70s porno theater uh carpet, you know. Um <laughs> crusty, ugly. Someone's yeah. gotta clean it. No one wants to look at it, keep the lights off. But yeah, I mean yeah. they're getting it done. Yeah, I just don't think it's sustainable. You can't play the way they played and just keep hoping to be able to win these these games. You can do it against teams like the Giants who have to play Tommy DeVito, you know. Or, um, you know, you that, at least going now, you're going up against a big guy. You're going up against Justin Herbert. You're going up yeah. against a team that if they get a win here, they're back to four and four. They're back in it. The three and five, it could be like a big, huge loss in this in this race. And I think... The Jets have just been kind of pulling off these kind of unpro- yeah, unbelievable victories. You got to give them that defense credit. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to make it hard for Herbert. But again, you got the problem with the Jets is they got Garrett Wilson, but they have no one else. Unless Brees Hall is breaking runs, they have Dalvin Cook. I'm over really here. Have a, I'm over here. I'm yeah, over they already here. have a second receiver. So I just think the 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 Ram uh, the Ram the Chargers just a better team, better quarterback. Yeah. I think they could, it's still not good. They're going to find it tough to score because it is tough to score on that team. Uh, but I'm going to go 23 17 uh, for the Chargers. Ooh. I, um, I, I'm, I'm on the Jets side in this one. I mean, the, the Jets defense is, is what's keeping them in this and that gritty porno theater crustiness um, mm. gets them through. I mean, look, the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Hurts, they, they've, they've given, some of the top quarterbacks a real rough time, and I I can't see why they're not going to do it again this time. Um, coming into MetLife Stadium, which is an ankle killer, so someone's probably going to die or at least have an ACL torn, which is horrible, but it happens. It's like it's it's crazy. I uh, I don't see Herbert doing well here. I think the weather is going to be crap. It's going to be Monday Night Madness, and um, uh, hopefully our friend Joe goes to the game and sends his pictures. But I think the New York Jets are going to win on this one. I've got them to win 21 to 18, uh, three point victory Jets in an ugly one. But I just I just think that defense is is going to give him problems. And a lot of his you know receivers sort of old men, you know, they haven't upgraded a lot. Um, you know, Eckler is going to find it really tough to run against this Jets defense. So 21, 18, man, that's what I've got. That's it, everyone. That's it for our week. Nine picks. Can't believe it's week nine. 
uh, getting towards, as I said, Ryan is saying Christmas time, mm-hmm. but we will be back uh, with more predictions uh, and we'll actually do a recap show on our next episode, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy your bonfire night. Hopefully your dogs didn't die and uh, have a lovely week nine. <laughs>